0: Adams, Adam Lee, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. School. It's time for school, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Then, Fender calls and says, quit kicking our butt. We'll pay you a bunch more money. Basically, this is what he said in an interview I read with him. Uh We'll pay you a bunch more money. Come out and work for us. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. Hi, Tammy. How are things? I'm
1: good. How are you?
0: You know what I haven't said for the past two shows, and it's got Todd very upset.
1: Oh, is that Todd standing at the door right now?
0: Well, no, that's a ghost of Todd because he's everywhere. Broadcasting from the campus, Southeastern Louisiana University. Good. I'm Joe Burns, and I said your name already, so let's begin talking about this. Hanging on the wall over there is yet another electric guitar project and by the way it's my last electric guitar project for a long 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 time i'm just tired of building them okay so i have moved along to amplifiers i've bought all of the uh, components to make my own amplifier i've got a 5150 circuit and i'm going to attempt to create Something that makes amplification. I'm going to wrap. The, I'm going to wrap the whole thing in um, uh, cherry wood, and it's going to be absolutely gorgeous. Wait. Yes, yes. What? Say you.
1: It. You have an amplifier right there.
0: I do, but I don't have an amplifier I built. See the difference. Oh, I can
1: feel the difference. Yeah,
0: so does our bank account. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. A buddy of mine came over because I have a table saw. It's one of those things, don't tell anybody you have a truck because people will help you move. If you tell people you have a table saw, they're going to come over and they're going to want things cut. So he comes over and I posted some pictures of this flying V of mine and he said... You know, you said in the post that the the flying V isn't ready, it's not done, plus something's wrong with the pickup and all of that. And I explained to him in mind-numbing, glaze-over-donut detail what was wrong with it. Uh And, And God bless him, he stood there politely and stared at me while I was explaining all of this. And when it was all done, he looked at me and goes... Okay, back to the beginning. What's a humbucker?
1: Uh-huh. See,
0: when you're real close to a topic, you just assume that every other human being understands exactly what you're talking about.
1: And we know nothing.
0: Well, see, I think I think people do. And I thought the word humbucker was in the common vernacular of the world. So Your
1: world, yes. I guess so. A, there yeah, are many worlds.
0: And a bunch of friends of mine. So what I decided to do for a show was attempt to figure out and attempt to explain to people who do not know what's a humbucker.
1: What is a humbucker? It's
0: a pickup inside of a guitar. And it's sort of a Gibson invention, but it's inside of all kinds of guitars. But it's really not on a lot of Fender guitars because they're not humbuckers. They're single coils. So I'm going to explain what these two things are and then give you the history of the humbucker, where it comes from, and why on earth it's even called a humbucker does that make sense none okay well i'm gonna do it anyway whether you like it or not and i gotta play music so what i did is i grabbed people who were known for playing gibson les paul guitars yeah. and guess what kind of pickup is inside of a well, gibson les a paul guitar see a humbucker by the end of this you're gonna know exactly what it is and you're gonna be able to impress your guitar friends because we're all guitar-y ego 38 special what if i'd been the one at rock school Okay, let's see if we can't define our terms right up front, and I'll tell you a little story that sort of uh, differentiates between what is a humbucker and what is not a humbucker. Okay. A humbucker is a guitar pickup. You will find them generally inside of Gibson guitars. However, Seymour Duncan and all these other different uh, makers have created their own humbucker, but it came out of Gibson.
1: Can they call it a humbucker if they created it?
0: They certainly can because the word humbucker isn't what was patented by Gibson. Here's the concept. I'll, I'll tell you a little story. I used to play in a band... That was me, and I play a Les Paul guitar. It's hanging up on the wall over there. It has, as you can see in it, two humbuckers. Now, how do you know they're humbuckers? Well, there's generally, on all humbuckers, two rows of what they call posts, little circles. Sometimes it's a screw, and sometimes it's just a post, like you see over there. But there's two rows of them. Now, if you look over there at the Stratocaster... Notice it's the same pickup, except it's only one row. Get it so far? Yeah. That's generally called, on the Stratocaster, is generally called a single coil. That on the Les Paul that has the two of them together is generally referred to as a humbucker. Okay. Now, let me tell you the story. Yeah. I played my Les Paul inside of this band. The other guitarist in the band, there were two of us, the other guitarist in the band played a Stratocaster. We used to practice inside of a gymnasium. Right. My guitar never did anything. It didn't interact with any of the electrical of the building. It didn't do anything. Across the street was a radio station with a radio tower on top of it. Now, again, my guitar did nothing. Okay. However, the guitar that had the single coil pickups, Uh the one bar, if he turned correctly, the radio signal would come out of his amplifier.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Furthermore, the fluorescent lights above us would interact with his guitar. Now, that single coil would do that because... It is set up as a magnet. Pickups are a magnet that then have a series of sort of wrappings, if you will, by copper coil. Upwards of 10,000 times being wrapped. Wow! What that does is that gives the magnet a whole lot more positive electrons. The problem is if you don't have something that will block the incoming electrical stuff that's in the building, it's going to come through the pickup. He had one coil. So it was interfered with by all of those things, commonly known as a hum. Whereas mine had a second row of them. I'm going to tell you why in a second, but it stopped all that stuff coming. It stopped the hum. It bucked. The Hum.
1: Oh, I'm with ya.
0: Thus the name humbucker. 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 Got it? Got it. That's where that came from. Let's play another one. All right now, free. This played through a humbucker here in Rock School.
1: Then she stood.
0: Okay, we've got the name, Hum Bucker. Right. It's because it bucks the hum. Why would anyone use this other than bucking the hum? I don't know. Well, it's because it sounds different than the Fender guitars at the time. And it came from the idea of amplifiers. Amplifiers will pick up the same thing. If you got a fluorescent bulb above, or you've got some kind of electrical thing in the area, it's going to get picked up by the magnets.
1: Yeah, but what explains Lori Partridge's that uh, a Partridge's is yeah braces?
0: Yeah, Susan Day. Uh-huh. Yeah, picking up yeah. the
1: radio signal.
0: Yeah, that's that's not true.
1: It wasn't? No,
0: that's not true. That's not going to happen.
1: Come on now. And
0: the reason is because Susan Day's or Lori Partridge's uh, braces didn't have poles. There wasn't a positive and a negative pole, which there is on a magnet.
1: But she was playing in a rock and roll band, That's right. right.
0: And it really came together when mom Mm -hmm. sang along. (laughs) that's true there's
1: no way that some guitar was picking up something and it was coming off her braces
0: guitar yes braces no okay yeah because it wasn't polarized it wasn't it didn't follow the electrical idea of positive and negative
1: i know i'm digging in yes okay help me can a guitar go as far as as you you picking up the signal strong enough that you can hear it oh yeah Really?
0: Oh, sure. Uh, to be honest with you, when you talk about what we call the daisy chain of audio, a microphone that then goes through all the system and comes out a speaker, yeah you can turn that around because a speaker is simply a microphone turned backwards. Okay. There's a, a section in, in a uh, Billy's Got a Gun, I think it is, from Def Leppard, where uh, one of the guitarists picks up the instrument. And screams into the the pickup, uh-huh. bang, bang, at the end. And that's how that was recorded. Really? Now, don't get me wrong. You can't I'm just, getting
1: you wrong. You Go can't ahead. just
0: talk into a, a pickup and it'll show up. Yeah. However, what they did was have that thing going through this huge amplifier and it was turned up to, let's see what the term would be, ripping loud. 12, uh, yeah. And they were able to pick up just a little bit of it. Nice. Um, I've proved this in audio classes by taking headphones and plugging the headphones into the microphone input
1: yeah, and then
0: yelling into the headphone. ah, And it worked. It just went the opposite direction. So getting back to humbuckers yes. here, when you look at a humbucker, once again, it appears to be two sets of magnets. There's right. six of them, one under, uh, underneath each of the strings, if you look over at the Les Paul. But on a humbucker, there's a line of them, and then there's a second line of them. And you think to yourself, okay, why two? Oh, because you want it to be extremely powerful. No, not really. Only one of those systems is picking up the strings. Okay. Only one of them is. The other one is turned to be polarized to it. If you take a magnet, you can put it so the magnet goes bink and yep. pulls against each other. Yep, yep, or you yep. can take the magnets and put them bink so they push against one another. Uh huh. I'm giving you the Fisher-Price version I here, need the
1: Fisher-Price P- b- version.
0: The second set, the second little circular oval thing with the buttons in it, yeah. is turned the opposite direction so that the magnets are pushing against each other. Which means the first set will pick up the sound. It's because it's a magnet and going through it is a ferrous metal string and it's disrupting the magnetic signal. Okay. But the second one is turned opposite to it, sort of magnets pushing against each other. So what? So what is that it's making this magnetic field around it? Which means if something, something they call the 50 or 60 cycle hum, coming off of an electrical system or a fluorescent light, something like that, if it hits it, it can't get through the electrical field that's being created by the two magnets fighting one another.
1: Then why would anybody ever play a guitar that doesn't have it on there?
0: Because it's got a really cool, tinny, uh, sweet home Alabama sound. Okay. Okay. There you go. I also, I'm pointing at it right now, over there.
1: And they can see that on radio. I know.
0: But that right there in that guitar is a P90 pickup. Uh-huh. Oh, it's noisy as anything. It picks up everything. It hums and, blah, 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 and does all kinds of terrible stuff. Yeah. But man, it's a great sound. It depends on what you want. Got to play something else. What you doing? It's Rush. Alex Lifeson used to play nothing but humbuckers earlier on here on Rock School. to the first break so far does this make sense
1: it's making sense
0: right the humbucker was an extremely powerful pickup and people are going to say oh it's the most powerful pickup no it's not there are active pickups and there are things called P90 pickups the P has nothing to do with it. The 90 has nothing to do with it. It's just a catalog number. Okay. I'm, I mentioned it in the last break. And it's an overwhelmed thing, and it's extremely strong. Are humbuckers strong? You bet they are, and they can be made in different levels. But the selling point of it is is that it's quiet. And the thing is, the humbucker didn't come from, I think I'll build something for a guitar. It came out of something different. I'm going to tell you about this. Back in 1941, and people think that I'm lying when they tell them the name, a guy by the name of Seth Lover, doesn't that sound like he's like the brother of McLovin from Super Bad? It does. does. I like it. No, his name is Seth Lover, and he was a radio man who studied radar in the service. He was in the Navy. And Gibson brings him in. And at that point in time, the P90 was everything. So, what's a P90? Well, think of a Stratocaster pickup, except make it half again as big. Wow. That's the selling point. And when Les Paul was first selling his Gold Top Les Pauls, P90s were in, inside of it. Now, was Fender out there? You bet. But Fender's selling point was that it sounded like Buddy Holly. It was yeah. thin, it was tinny. It was, "Oh, country loves them. Right. Right Beautiful. But the selling point of Gibson: big, fat, slabby, loud. and that was really the, the point of it. So you had this thing that was wrapped, you know, with this coil, this, this copper wire, like 10,000 times, again, in order to put off positive electrons. Here's the thing. When Seth Lover came in, Gibson was working with an amp called their GA-50. And again, it doesn't matter what a GA-50 looks like. 50 means 50 watts. And the amplifier had a problem. When it was around fluorescent lights, when it was around electricity, it hummed. It picked up the 50 or 60 cycle hum from the building.
1: Not good. And so
0: everyone was working on, how can we stop this? Yeah. Because somebody comes up, turns on the microphone. Oh,
1: how annoying.
0: Let's lose that. And that's where Seth Lover went. I'm going to tell you how he got to it. Okay, go ahead. Who's listening to us?
1: k <clears throat> Excuse k. me. I'm
0: sorry. What was that? <clears throat> Did you name that frog that was in your oh throat? Oh, my
1: gosh. K-S-C-L in Shreveport,
0: Louisiana. Louisiana? Yeah, it's a state right next to oh Alabama. Oh my gosh, did you yeah. hear
1: that in my throat? Actually,
0: it's next to Mississippi. Thank you. I don't know my geography. Bye-bye. I'm going to name that frog Hoppy. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Hey there, Rock School listeners. Let me give you a few nuts and bolts of the show. You want to get in touch with Tammy or me or Todd for some reason? Go to southeastern.edu slash rock school. Once again, southeastern.edu slash rock school. You can get us on Facebook by searching rock school radio show. You can get us on podcast over iTunes. So they send it right to your front door. Go to iTunes and search rock school. KSLU. There's other ways of getting there, but that's the easiest way. Rock school. KSLU. Also, If you don't like listening to the podcast where the music is clipped, we're following BMI rules when we do that. If you'd like to hear it with all the music in place, go to the PRX network, prx.org. Once again, prx.org. You can't download the show, but you sure can stream it, and all the music is in place. Thanks for listening. Okay, we're way late coming out of this. I'm going to play a short song, and then give you this next bit real quickly. Okay. When Seth Lover, let's just simply refer to him as Mick McLovin from <laughs> this point on.
1: Because you can't get it out of your head.
0: That's right. Uh, he walked away from the GA-50 amp, but by playing with the amp, he understood the concept of, Hey, you know what? I know where the buzz is coming from. I understand the hum. How can we get rid of it? He took his knowledge and decided to create what was first known as the Gibson Alenco. Alenco is what he's using in the magnet. Magnets used to be ceramic. Cheap, quick, easy to make, not overly powerful. As a matter of fact, if you buy a speaker, you buy one with an Alenco magnet in it? Yeah. Heavy. You could throw it at someone. You buy a ceramic not as punchy, not as strong, but extremely light. And again, there's pros and cons to each one. Right. But what he did is create this alenko, which is a magnet made of aluminum, nickel, and cobalt. More expensive, yet ridiculously strong. To the point where, and guitarists are going to go to me, oh, come on, Joe. Okay, look, I'm being metaphorical. But it's so strong, the magnet was trying to pull the string Down onto it. So he created this new magnet system. And right out of the gate, boom, they were stronger. That means louder. That means crisper. That means more emphasis going into the speaker. More going into the speaker means more coming out of the speaker, larger dynamic range. Make sense? Makes sense. Furthermore, instead of his posts being circular or being a screw, they were these little rectangular things. Why? Because by being a rectangle, you had more magnet under more string. Stronger, more input, more dynamic range.
1: Make sense? Making sense. Keep okay. going.
0: And he put these into P90 pickups. Where's the humbucker? Give me a second. William, getting there. Leslie West from Mountain always played with humbuckers. Mississippi Queen on Rock School. Most people, when they look at a... Oh, by the way, bottom of the hour. Most people, when they look at a humbucking pickup, do not see those two rows of little dots. And you can notice on every single one of them, except that ES-335 right there, I've pulled the plate cover off because I like the dots exposed, Right? Yeah. But you see how there's like a, a plate over top of it? When you say humbucker, it appears as if somebody has put this sort of metal thing on top.
1: Right. Right. Right.
0: Now, a lot of people will tell you, like me, you take that cover off and it opens the sound. It makes it what have you. But a lot of people will tell you, no, you need that plate on top.
1: Yeah. Why? Magnetic draw.
0: Right. Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Right. Here's the thing when when he, McLovin, created that larger, stronger magnet, yeah. he was charged by Gibson to create something that would buck the hum. Now that's not what they called it, but that's what he was going for. So instead of doing what we know today with taking the two things and putting them together, the first thing he did was put a plate over top of it. He used nickel and silver, and he found that nickel and that silver shielded, not completely but shielded from the electricity. So it lessened the hum. But nobody wants to play a hum lesson.
1: Hum lesser.
0: No, hum lesser. That's not good. So that's why people have the plates on top. They further get rid of the hum. And then you have dorks like me who believe that if it's open, it sounds better. Does it? I don't know. And who cares? It's what I like. So, welcome to the bottom of the hour. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Jeremy Burns. Good. Let's do 7 days, 70 seconds. These are the Rock and Roll Dates, August 13th through August 19th. You got Monday. Go.
1: August 13th, 1966, Texas radio station KLUEAM holds the first... Beatles bonfire where yeah. people can burn their Beatles albums. Yeah. Lennon's comment about being more popular than Jesus kicked it off.
0: August 14th, 1991, The Commitments. That movie opens up in the U.S.
1: August 15th, 1995, Los Del Rio released Hey Macarena. <laughs> uh, August 16th,
0: 1970, The King is Dead. Elvis Presley dies at his home in Graceland.
1: August 17, 1995, Microsoft buys the rights to the Rolling Stones' Start Me Up for their Windows 95 rollout. August 18,
0: 1969, Jimi Hendrix closes out Woodstock. The last song he plays is the Star Spangled Banner. And finally, August 19, 1980, The Breaks by Curtis Blow becomes the first rap single certified gold. Moving along with the humbucker... Now we've already got a single coil with an Alenco pickup, much stronger. It's got a cover on it made out of nickel and silver, and it is furthermore going out of its way to get rid of the hum. McLovin, his name is really Seth Lover, but we're calling him McLovin. Uh huh. He decides to take this this thought process that they're using inside of an amplifier called a choke coil. More electricity in a different area. Okay. A choke coil, and he attempts to attach it to a pickup. The problem is PAs are powered. Get it? There's electricity coming to them. Got it. There's no electricity coming to that thing over there. So what he did was simply take the idea of the choke coil, meaning I'm going to take this coil, I'm going to create this electronic field, but there's no power coming to it. Now I know what people are going to say my guitar-y friends are going to go what about active pickups slow down at the moment he decides to take that idea of the choke coil and apply it to pickups and that's where we're going next i got to play another one <sighs> communication breakdown huh led zeppelin jimmy page played nothing but humbuckers where you go on rock school second break now i just walked you around the studio and i pointed out that this is a post this is a post one was simply a magnet flat top one was a screw right this humbucker over here did not have a plate on it this humbucker did have a plate on it right so that's in this is so much easier this is a radio show i know Uh, When I post this, I'm going to put pictures of all these things. It would be so much easier if, while you're listening to this, you could bring up simply a picture of a humbucker. Look up Seymour Duncan. Mm -hmm. Uh, I use a company called Guitar Heads. Look up Guitar Heads. I use their supercharged. Uh, Or if you want to look up, look for PAF. That stands for patent applied for. That's the Gibson pickup everybody wants. You can look at these two things. Just simply a humbucker and then a humbucker with a plate. You'll see what I'm talking about. The humbucker with a plate simply has six holes where the posts come through so they can hit the microphone, microphone, sorry, the strings. And then again, the other part is covered up. Well, why isn't it picking up? Well, that's not its point. It's not there to pick up. It's there to be polar opposite of the one that is picking up. So it's creating this electrical field. Now, here's the thing. You've got a
1: lot of things.
0: I know. When McLovin Uh decided to use a choke coil, he decided to try and put it together in the same way that uh, speakers are put together. One is sitting on top of the other. So he did that to begin with. Then when he played it, the problem was that the choke coil was sitting on top. So the thing on the bottom, which was meant to pick up the strings, wouldn't work. It, just, it was such a lousy sound that he thought, you know what I should do? I should put them next to each other rather than one on top of the other yeah. one. You know, you think about inventions being these phenomenal grand things. Right. He took something that existed, one on top of the other, and simply put them next to each uh. other. Bang. Now we have what is about as close to the prototype humbucking pickup as you can possibly get. It was built by Gibson, and again, it was called the PAF, the Patent Applied For. And guitarists lost their minds to get a hold of it. They're so popular that you can today, from multiple remanufacturers, and again, the one I use is Guitar Heads. Simply right? Somebody look up Guitar Heads pickups. They will sell you a Patent Applied For pickup with the exact same wiring as what you found in gibson that's how popular the darn things are
1: the paf did they i mean they obviously got the patent they sure did two years
0: two years later why
1: did they not change the name from paf
0: because people wanted it i would love to tell you there's a better reason because people wanted it who's listening to us well
1: that would be Kate. Oh, KSRQ, Thief River Falls, Minnesota. KSRQ.
0: All right, back in a minute here on Rock School. Hey, Rock School listener. You hear this little thing going on right now, this this music bed that goes on for a minute? We do it twice during the show. This is where a sponsor should be. This is where an underwriter should be. If you or some business you know might want to be that sponsor or underwriter of the rock school radio show please have that person give us a call 985-549-2330 once again 985-549-2330 you can sponsor the radio show you can sponsor the podcast you can sponsor both as other ways of doing it so call that number 985-549-2330 and talk with rachel or you can talk to todd if you you really want to talk to Todd for some reason, but Rachel's really who you want to speak to. 549 2330. Thanks. Coming out of the break, do you know the story of the reason Alexander Graham Bell is given the moniker of the person who invented the telephone? No. I know what what you're going to say. Because he invented the telephone. Perfectly true.
1: Okay. Tell me. However,
0: there was at least one more person that invented a machine that did literally the exact same thing. The reason Alexander Graham Bell, and it's good that Alexander Graham Bell got the, the patent because he then created the Bell scale, which we cut into tens, which then became the decibel scale. So. 10 desa. So when you say, let's bring it up 8 decibel, it's because we're playing off of Bell's scale. But the reason Alexander Graham Bell is said to have invented the telephone is because he was simply the first to the patent office.
1: Oh, I believe that.
0: Here's the thing. There's Uh always that discussion. Did Les Paul invent the solid body electric guitar or was it Fender and blah, blah, blah? Because they were fighting at the same time. At the same time that Mick Lovin, Seth Lover, is putting this together for Gibson, there is another guy named Ray Butts. So we got Lover and we got Butts.
1: Lover. No jokes. Yes.
0: Stop at that point. I need to.
1: I need to go there.
0: Ray Butts developed a humbucking pickup, generally the same setup, for a company called Gretsch. Look down at that orange sparkle guitar. You see that? That's a Gretsch guitar. With the Gretsch humbucker pickup in it. See how it's got a plate on top of it? Notice how the, the, instead of there being a plate over everything, it's got the little black posts coming through it.
1: Oh, yeah. That's Gretsch. Ah. Uh, so
0: why in the world does, does Gibson have the patent, the PAF? Yeah. They got to the patent off it first. There you go. That's it. Got to play another one here for you. Ooh, ACDC, a whole lot of Rosie here on Rock School. Okay, coming into the last break. We've been talking about McLovin here. Yeah, yeah his yep. real name is Seth Lover. But Seth Lover, after he invented the, the humbucker pickup, I mean, they just didn't put him on their shoulders and walk away. Yeah, Should have, huh? Never do anything more. While he was at Gibson, he also invented the first amplifier with compression on board. Furthermore, he was the inventor of the Maestro Fuzz Tone Box. He wasn't the first to the party with distortion or anything like that, obviously because amplifiers can do their own distortion, but the box, the maestro fuzz tone, which people love today, he was the lead guy on that. Then Fender calls and says, quit kicking our butt. We'll pay you a bunch more money. Basically, this is what he said in an interview I read with him. Uh We'll pay you a bunch more money. Come out and work for us. When he got there at Fender, he created the first bass that had onboard
1: effects. Wow.
0: You could push a button and reverb would be there. Compression would be there. Splitting of pickups would be there. Furthermore, if you ever look at a bass guitar, in fact, I got one sitting right over there. Yeah? Where the pickup, instead of being one long piece, looks like a stair step.
1: Uh-huh, I one see One is that. a
0: little higher. It's about a 45-degree angle from the other. Yep. That's called a split pickup, and that is a bass humbucker. Huh. Instead of doing it on top of one another or next to one another, they split it, two strings, two strings. And guess who came up with that idea? McLovin. McLovin. Now, it goes further than that. Again, look at a humbucker pickup. You can see that it's really two single coils. There's those dials on a guitar that you turn that makes it louder, softer, or more tinny, more bassy. Those are what's known as pots. They're potentiometers. You can buy a potentiometer that you can take your fingers and push Mm -hmm. on the top of the potentiometer. Right. And what it does is it splits the humbucker and turns it into a single coil. Jimmy, oh. Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin played them all the time.
1: So it'll pick up the radio station and all the noise and everything. Exactly.
0: Every... Yeah. Once you take away the humbuck. Right. It will become a single coil pickup. Wow. And then you go to the pot and press it again and it comes right back. Neato mosquito. Got enough?
1: Oh my gosh. Is your brain full? It hurts. It's painful.
0: Right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. I'm Joe Burns. You are? I'm
1: Tammy Burns.
0: Everybody knows the iconic... Beautiful, cherry, sunburst, Les Paul guitars played by Slash. Gets what's in those guitars. Humbuckers. Humbuckers. And that wraps it up. That done. Class is dismissed.